Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It's Friday. The weather is turning into spring here in Indiana. The kids are outside playing. I cannot wait for the weekend. Hopefully you feel the same. Now, if you pay attention, and honestly, even if you don't pay that much attention, you will know at the end of every episode. One of the last things I say is keep your eyes on the things that matter. And I mean that deeply. I think we are a people, a country, that have lost sight of the things that matter. And I was reminded of it today, listening to the radio. Now, listen closely, because the point I'm making might not be what you think I'm making. I'm not trying to make the point that we all have traditional roles that we have to follow, and men have to do this, and women have to do that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm talking about is, in a sense, is bigger than that. It's deeper than that. What do we value, and how does that inform how we live our lives? I was listening to a radio show. It's usually on satellite when I'm driving into work in the morning. And one of the guests, she's kind of a frequent guest. She's in the finance industry. She said the following, Why should I have to make the decision that family is more important than my career? Why should that be the case? It was very awkward the way she said it because any, you know, any way you wrapped your head around what she was saying, it was basically career and my satisfaction from it should be at least as important, if not more important, than raising my family. And because of that, I don't want my kids to suffer and I need help with my family. It was very weird. And the host understood the implications of what she was saying. And he kind of followed up her comment with, well, well, I think we can all agree, though, that family is the most important things in our lives. And she didn't come back and say, yeah, that's correct. Comment almost went right over her head. And But, you know, if you know her and you know people like her in our society, you know, she, she was raised in a family where career and school were far more important than family time. And now here she was, single mom, raising three kids in a very competitive career field. And I think sometimes when you're in that situation, it's not family's the most important thing. It's, 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 it, you don't even entertain the question. It's how do I do this competitive career and make sure my kids get a good education and make sure that I have a hand in raising them? But this idea of like the most important thing is family, it's, it's like she hadn't considered it. It was very weird. It was uncomfortable to listen to. But it, it brought up a thought in my mind, and just kind of looking around the world, which is the bigger, broader point, which is, what do we value? How do we judge ourselves? How do people get to that point where it's not about, what do I do to make my family, my faith, my community the most important things in my life, but what do I do to make those fit in with the things that I want to do? What do we value? How do we judge ourselves? Is it by how much money we make? Is it by our job title or job satisfaction? 
Is it all me-centered? I want what I want. And if I don't get it, I'm not going to be happy. And everything else is going to have to fit into that. Or do we value ourselves? Do we judge ourselves by our faith, by our family, by our friends, by our community? You know, you see it. You see it in churches. You see it in these mega churches. You know, when you have these groups, and, and I've been in on them. It's some of the biggest in the country. And they're sitting around and they go, how are we going to grow our church? And they look at these mega churches. It, it, it becomes about, in a way, tempting the worst of people. What do they want? So that when someone goes to, you know, Willow Creek in Chicago, it really is about me. Look at all these things for me. And everything's, every, it's what the idea of seeker-centered comes from. But it ends up being very shallow and not very deep. And not only that, it doesn't ask a lot other than just to show up in the pew and give him your money. And it definitely gives off the vibe in a church that you, the individual, are more important than your faith, than your friends, than your community. It really does. This disconnect is relatively new. In my opinion, it's evolved over the last 70 years since World War II. When all of a sudden we came home, all kinds of technological progress, the economy took off. No doubt people were tired of war, tired of depression. You can see where it was easy to become self-centered instead of family and community-centered. But what's been the result of that? A lot of disconnect among people. Meism. Something that we've always struggled with, but, you know, it's kind of the life made it hard. 150 years ago, you had to live off the land, didn't have the technology we have today. You had to be centered on family and faith and community, or you wouldn't survive. Today, it's a little bit easier to think you don't need those things, where, in fact, I think you need those things more than ever. I just think it's easy to lie to yourself because of technology and how rich we are. If you want to be isolated and alone and not connected to your community, not have a faith, you can do it. But what does it lead to? It leads to the discussion I heard this morning where this woman couldn't even see or fathom the sacrifices she was making her family take so she could get what she wanted. She is smart. She's thoughtful. She's on the show all the time. But ultimately, and she even said it at one point, satisfaction to her was a job that kicks butt, as she put it. You know, and that's not just a woman thing. I think that's the thing to be important here. That's not just a woman thing. It's a people thing. It's a man thing. You know, any man that values his career over his family. I mean, once you get past your family having the basic necessities it needs to live and to be comfortable and to do basic things, then you really got to start asking yourself, what am I valuing more? My job title, my money in the bank, my personal comfort and satisfaction, or that of my family and my community? Now, that's not saying there's anything wrong with making a lot of money or being a hard charger. I mean, I am. But you got to be willing to constantly have hard conversations that I have. They're not always easy, and usually I realize I'm wrong. When, you, when you're talking to your family, the people that you love, and you're going, what's most important? What do we need to focus on? Where have we gotten off track? You know, it's not easy as a family to pretty much always eat dinner and breakfast together, to homeschool, to juggle all of that. Man, we've suffered, but it's worth it. 
it's worth it, man. I look, you know, our oldest is now about to be 22. I look back on these years and I know at the end of the day, even though I wanted a job that I like, even though I worked hard, even though I had high ambitions and I've succeeded in, in those in a lot of ways. I also know any sacrifices I made for the family was worth it. And that was the most important thing. And that's just me. That's just me. You know, I, you can have value in other areas, but are they the important things? Are they in your friends, people in your community? Or are you just centered on that job title and that money in the bank? The satisfaction you get when you're alone. And it's become everywhere. And it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. It just kind of clouds things. Maybe that's a good question to ask yourself, to ponder, to think about over the weekend. When hopefully you're, you know, you're away from work and you're with the things that matter. And just ask yourself, how, how will you be judged? How do you want to be judged? What do you want to be known as? You know, when you die and there's your tombstone, what do you want written on it? Do, do you want it to say, you know, here lies Tom and Sally Jones. $10 million in the bank and retired big business executives when they died. Or do you want, here lies Sally and Tom, Tom Jones, loved by family, loved by friends, gave to their community, love their God, did not die alone and were happy. And maybe you can have both, maybe. But I found in life, usually, you focus on what's most important and then you're thankful and grateful for what comes with it. So if family, and I know people like this, man, my aunt and uncle are like this. They've been very successful in life, but they've never lost sight of what's important. And then they use that success to give back to those things. You know, they never lost sight of the fact that family and friends and church are the most important things. And they were blessed and they're hard workers and they were smart and they were in the right place at the right time. And that happens. And then they use that success to reinforce those things that mattered. But it all began by focusing on each other, on what is important. And when you do that, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you got in the bank or what other people think about you or what your titles are. You're happy. But take a minute to discuss that with people close to you or yourself this weekend. Write it down. What matters? How am I going to judge myself? And then focus on that and ask yourself if you're doing a good enough job. If you're not, that's probably where any anxiety you have in your life is coming from. Focus on the things that matter. Consider them. Don't be oblivious to them. Don't just go along with the stream. Go along with the crowd. Do things because, well, that's what you do. Don't do that. You know, don't be that person that doesn't stop to consider, what's my life going to look like? What's my legacy going to be? Life is too temporal. It's too short. Make that decision and start living it now today or else you'll be somebody talking on the radio who dies alone maybe because their kids are half a world away chasing their exciting job and you just alone dying alone not a good place to be
So in those happy words, how's that happy words? On those happy words, you have an awesome weekend. Live deeply. Be with your friends. Be in your community. Help the least of these. Be in church. Be in small groups. Be with your family. Be with the ones you love. Remind yourself of what matters. Write it down. Rededicate and focus your life so you will never go off track. And then you will be able to aim high. Spread your wings. And every day, keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Silouan. Have a great Friday and weekend. I will be with you on Monday. Until then, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.